0: The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International.
1: I didn't know you could talk. (laughs) He doesn't ever give me a
2: chance. (laughs) He won't talk much on this show. I'll handle
3: it.
0: (laughs) Coming up on Life Today, meet the Benham Brothers, whose reality television series, Flip It Forward, on HGTV was canceled when they refused to compromise their beliefs, whatever the cost. Truth is a person, and love is a person and that is
2: the embodiment of Jesus Christ. Our one role was to lift up Jesus Christ.
1: Well, we thank you. Welcome to Life Today. I'm James Robinson. Betty and I are thrilled to have two young men. I I, I recognize uh, gifted communicators, and I also can recognize a genuine commitment to the faith, to a relationship. That's a meaningful relationship, not religious hype, but reality. And when I heard the Benham brothers, they're twins, and they actually do look alike. Of course, they'll tell you one of them's smart, the other one's not. And they'll they'll tell you one of them's really sharp, the other one isn't. One of them's successful, the other's not. So we're going to find out which one's which here because they can't tell each other apart. But I can't either. But they've got a book titled, and this is fabulous. This is Dave and Jason Benham. And this is Whatever the Cost, Facing Your Fears, Dying to Your Dreams, and Living Powerfully. This is David and Jason Benham. The Benham brothers, would you welcome them to life today? Thank you Hey guys. Thank you. Hello. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. I noticed one of you can shave and the other one does not That's right. I,
2: I'm the smart one, and Jason is not so he smart. He can't grow any facial hair. Oh. Never been I able to. He's trying to hide his puffy cheeks. Oh. He, he doesn't have a jawline, so he's he's gotta put some scruff on. But I'm two minutes older than him. Oh. Okay. And I've got five children. He has four. Yeah. We live on the same street. Uh, we spent some time in preparation. You mean still business. you live on the same we street? We still live on the same you street. You haven't given him a chance to ask you any questions. <laughs> that, but I'm yeah. letting You're just him coming know, out of the gate. But I'm letting him know who is in charge. Who's the boss here between the
1: two of us? Y'all have a business. You're the boss of that too. Absolutely
2: not. He's, <laughs>
1: he's not. <laughs>
2: We have somebody in the crowd today who is a franchisee of ours, and he can oh, yeah. tell you who the boss of our business uh, is. What's businesses. the name of the business? Benham Real Estate Group. And is it in several states? We had uh, we grew at one time to 100 offices in 35 states.
1: All right. So, so now did you reduce this a little bit for some reason? you have more time to speak and get at each other or what? Well,
2: what we're doing right now, we're doing quite a bit of speaking. We've, uh, we've written this book. Yeah, and I mean, it outlines the story. I mean, yeah. what, we, what we did was we, uh, we outlined the story of what happened with the HGTV reality show. I mean, in a, in a real quick nutshell for you, because Jason wouldn't be able to put this in a nutshell. It would just go every which way. But I can, I can precisely put okay. this together. Yeah, but funny to we, us. Uh, we were raised in a Christian home. Our dad taught us how to be biblical thinkers. And um, he told us, if your theology is not your biography, then your theology is worthless. So we were taught that our faith applies to every area of life, not just an isolated incident on a Sunday morning and a Wednesday night. And so uh, we graduated in 94, went to Liberty University, Jerry Falwell School 94, graduated in <laughs> 94. I got drafted by the Red Sox. He was drafted by the Orioles. I was drafted ahead of him. And, 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 then, and then we played four seasons in the minor leagues. And that was the f- only four years we've ever been apart. He had, uh, at that point, he had a binky and a blanket for four years as an adult. But I was totally fine. But he had a very hard Listen, time. Listen, the empty wagon always rattles the loudest. And you guys are getting an opportunity to see
1: this in full yeah. flesh. But yeah. um, I didn't know you could talk.
2: Yeah, he doesn't ever give me a chance. He won't talk much on this show. I'll handle it. <laughs> so we, uh, we, after we got out of pro baseball, we went to Charlotte, North Carolina, started a little real estate company from scratch. And uh, by 2010, we had 100 locations across 35 states. And, and a production company found out about us, and they said, hey, would you guys be interested in reality television? And we thought that there was a catch at first, but then we realized, okay, yeah, just... Interview us,
1: and so they just thought you were interesting. The personalities that they had yeah, seen, or they what? had heard about our business. It wasn't success. your big baseball career. So he, had, he was they, a total flop. Yeah. Amen. In 2010,
2: under my leadership, our companies experienced some real success that got the <laughs> got the attention of Inc. Magazine, Wall Street Journal, Fast, a bunch of different. Uh, Publications, and so that's how all these reality sh- uh, these networks had yeah. heard about us. Yeah. And okay. So,
1: so they asked you to do a reality show, yeah, and exactly. you all agreed. Right. We said okay, we, we would
2: consider it. They took a three-minute sizzle reel out to Los Angeles. Five networks were interested, and the first offer we got was TLC. Mm-hmm. And we know the Duggar family, so we called the Duggars and said, "Hey, we're going to be on TLC with you." But then HGTV came in, and gave us an unprecedented offer. They gave us a they bypassed a pilot, six one-hour episodes straight to series. So we. Uh, in between the time that they made us a verbal offer and the time we signed they did all the background checks on us and they found out that jason and i hosted a prayer service the night before the democratic national convention in charlotte in two thousand twelve and we took a very strong stand on uh, pro-life issues and pro-marriage issues. But we also, we called it Charlotte 7.14, 2 Chronicles 7.14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. I'm glad you quoted we, it because he would not have known what that <laughs> verse was. It, that that <laughs> was actually that's true. For Maybe would have helped me. <laughs> that, that's right. That was, so, so we really want to see this land healed and we know that the that it relies on the church the church has got to take leadership for our own sins and so in the context of that service Jason and I spoke about pro marriage and pro-life issues and and uh... when HGTV found the videos and the websites that were talking about my brother and I and our stances HG said okay well just talk to us tell us about these uh... you know these stands that you're taking and we did and they said okay we're okay with that and so they signed us to a network deal Then we start filming last year in the spring, and they started airing commercials. And then they announced us at the upfronts in New York City, and that's when Glad and Right Wing Watch heard about us. And when they heard about us, they went back and created a new story, basically said that uh, we hate gays and we hate Muslims and we hate women. And of course, things things are not true. Uh, and so if you're, we always say, if you're acting hateful, then you're not lifting up Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. But, um,
1: and you so, don't hate women if you've got four kids and five kids. No, no, <laughs> not at one, all. You very Trust much me. don't hate. That's
2: exactly <laughs> right. No, that's a very good point. That's exactly right. So, um, so they created this story and, um, uh, long story short, you know, we put the details in the book, HGTV was not ready for the amount of pressure they received, and they got just viciously attacked on their Facebook page, thousands of comments saying, that get the Benham brothers off your network, and so HG called us and said, guys, and in tears. Well, you you, had you price. had
1: happened to you what happened to Duck Dynasty, but you didn't have all the people that had watched Duck Dynasty, got to know the family, love the family, come to your defense. That's you correct. were like the guys that, you know, they might have known you around town, might have known you in a real estate company, but basically America. America never even got to meet you exactly until right. now which I'm glad all America is meeting them and a website because I want all America to hear you not only here on life today and they got a standing invitation to come anytime they want to and download on life today television but if they people said we'd love for you to come and communicate something in our community we get the community together or we got a great opportunity for you to speak to you know the entire community or to an entire church situation where would they find you
2: They can go on Benhambrothers.com. You can also go on whateverthecost.com. We're all over the internet. All you have to do is Google Benham Brothers and you'll find...
1: Half good stuff <laughs> and half bad stuff on there. Part of it's about you, Lord. part of it's about him. <laughs> that's yeah, right. that's, that's, right. It. that's exactly right. No, you really find people who are shooting at you, that's right, and yeah. others who are actually hearing you. But you also have lessons and things that you share too on, on the website. Is that correct? Yes, yes sir. We do. Let, let's get your brother answer the question. In just a minute here, <laughs> See? Jason tell me. What, I like What's what on? It's
3: his turn. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, what's so? Don't, don't be talking, buddy. <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> great. You're a, You're a dead man. <laughs> hey, what, no, what's on the website that you Well,
2: uh, i tell you this one thing is that what we realized after going through this situation is that the secret to courage is first recognizing your inner coward and then letting the Holy Spirit come in and unleash your inner lion. See, we had to go through our own little Peter moment mm-hmm. where Peter had denied his Savior. That's mm-hmm. Disciples didn't do that to rabbis back then and you still be a part of the club. But then Peter ended up becoming... The the one that that was bold after the day of Pentecost and there boom the church begins to spread mm-hmm. and uh, and
1: and Jesus used him in a powerful way least likely to succeed yeah. most often to fail most certainly to fail became the keynote speaker at Pentecost Amen. when the real great birthing let's say of the multiplication of the church happened and people from all the different languages are hearing the gospel where they could understand it which people need to hear today I think these two guys are really gifted to speak the language of the day I think. I think they can speak with the dialect of the times. I don't think there's an age limit on who they reach because it's just pure truth in love. And they're, they're just a, an interesting pair. It's the first time anybody's ever really said something nice about you. Do you feel well, better at what I just That's said? awesome. <laughs> we figured know. that would come from your wife. But <laughs> yeah, it's even you. more amazing that, that your really teeth are so you white. Know, right? that you said it and
2: your teeth are so white and they're so vibrant. <laughs> yeah, I yeah that's right. To have that's that, it, make it, this man. an altar. <laughs> but, you know, what we said is that I remember Glenn Beck asked us, you know, uh, so how did you balance the truth and love? And we said, there was no balancing act because truth is a person and love is a person. And that is the embodiment of Jesus Christ. Our one role was to lift up Jesus Christ. And God had to put us at the bottom of ourselves and get us at the bottom of our identity. We found our identities in what we did. As professional athletes, and God had to teach us that you are not what you do; you are who I created you wow. to be. Absolutely. And uh, and then after He took us to the bottom there, and then we went through some Peter moments where. We really did think, hmm, maybe I should nuance my speech a little bit. He did quite a bit more than I did.
1: But still, we you went say through that. You said he compromised that. more than you. <laughs> what you're saying? He I wanted have, to. You guys really build each other up, don't you? <laughs> but don't, it's Don't, iron don't we, we all iron. have yeah. to come,
3: come to the end of ourselves so God can really use us and what he wants to bring out in our lives that he's put there?
2: We tell a story in our book about, uh, and, and it's a story about me, where I retired from baseball, was a minor leaguer, never made it to the big leagues, had to learn how to die to that dream. And I went from, I was in major league spring training with St. Louis Cardinals. Six months later, I'm pushing a broom in front of nobody as a janitor at a local high school in Charlotte, North Carolina, before I got my real estate license. And it was, it was, it took about a year where I just wrestled with God. I'm a janitor. I mean, I thought I was going to do great things for you, Lord. I mean, isn't that the way you work? You give me a great platform. You increase me so that I can increase you. (laughs) And the Lord just whispered to me, you must decrease and I must increase. David, will you be faithful to sweep these floors and plunge these toilets with the same zeal and fervor that you had when you were swinging bats and signing autographs? And I had to repent and ask God to forgive me. And it was at that point that God got me to the end of myself and he tells his story in the book as well, but mine's better than his. <laughs> and and I repented. And you know what? When you get to the end of yourself and you die to your dreams, Lord, whatever it is that you, give, that you put in my hand, I'll give you the 100% best effort that I got. Well, let's hear your
1: mediocre dream.
2: <laughs> my mediocre, well, I remember getting done with professional baseball. See, I got out of the game voluntarily. He got out because he couldn't hit a curveball. Oh. <laughs> that was the difference in both of us. So, I remember getting out of the game and it, it truly was the identity. crisis that I had faced. And and here I was, I was sitting in a cubicle. I was actually working for John Maxwell. I was selling his maximum impact simulcasts. And I remember sitting in a cubicle and I had my headphones on and David was playing in his last year with um, St. Louis at the time. And I remember him calling me and I could hear the crack of the bat in the background. And he was telling me about Albert Pujols and Mike Matheny coming to his Bible study. (laughs) And I was just, oh, my heart was at the bottom of my feet. And God was whispering to me the whole time.
1: Well, why but, was your heart at the body of your feet? Because he's with those pros, and you're sitting there listening <laughs> to John Maxwell. Here I no was. insult, John. Be all right, John.
2: <laughs> and I'm a big Maxwell fan, but I didn't want to sell a simulcast. I wanted to be hitting baseball. <laughs> yeah, okay. And, uh, but I, I let go of the game. I knew that I wasn't on the fast track to the major leagues, and, and I had just gotten married. And so to let that go, I realized that when God gives you something, you've got to hold it with an open hand. Mm-hmm. Because if you squeeze, if you grab a hold of it like this, then he's going to have to pry your fingers loose when he's wanting to move it somewhere else. That's good. And this was the beginning for us on how to die to a dream. And people say, well, when you have a dream or a goal, what do you do? We say it's a two-step process. Die to it first in your heart and then move toward it with your feet. You go after it with all your gusto, but you be dead to it in your heart. So you're like the living dead. And that's what we're called to be in Romans is living sacrifices. Mm -hmm. And so as we laid up on that altar and the heat starts to turn up, we're going to have a tendency to want to crawl off that altar. We're going to have a tendency to want to grab a hold of our dreams and and that platform and and all the stuff that we've got and those good things that we have. Whereas God says, look, you just hold it with an open hand. My Holy Spirit will keep it connected to you if that's what I want for you. And so that was a lesson that we learned. And we, we look at what Jesus asked us to pray. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Today, even in churchianity today, it's all about your story. What is God doing in your story? Share your story and all of these things. And and those those things are good, and God gives you testimonies, but we need to be about his story. Yeah,
1: and his story can be in us. That's exactly right. Because that's really what you're talking about. Because see, the thing we've got to realize is that that he is vitally interested in us. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to be focused on him, but recognize the fact he's focused on us. He's a shepherd. He can get one of you out of the fold and the rest in, good and safe, but he's out after that one. That's good. He's vitally interested in us. Yeah. Everybody that's watching, he's interested in you. You don't have to be like the dumber brother of the two. You know? <laughs> he's interested in all of you. and You can see right. the joy and the peace in these two brothers. Can y'all not see the joy and peace in these, in these brothers? You were about to say something, David. A rare moment but yeah
2: it's it's just a rare moment but you yeah, know, it's, it's yeah. but, you know uh, dying to our dreams is Jason and I spoke in the, in the book. Uh, with this whole HGTV story, we really wanted this platform. I mean, we were it was super a great excited. great platform oh, to communicate with I people. mean, 100 million people, and, and they were talking uh, back scenes with Jason and I about being stars on the network and all these other things. And that was really exciting for us to hear. Sure. And Jason and I just kept thinking about it. And it not have to be platform. selfishness. You could have been thinking about it for right. what you could that's, do to help people. That's right. And that's what we were thinking. Sure, we I were believe honestly that. Honestly, thinking that. And, um, and then when it was taken from us, it was it was one of those it was that feeling of Lord, there is something far greater in this for the advancement of your kingdom than just him and i being on a reality television show and you know something more than we do because you are god and and when we just let that go in our heart we we didn't we didn't respond bitterly. I mean, we were on CNN the first night. We we put out a press release, and Hannity and O'Reilly and Greta, all of them called us. All the CNNs, everybody was calling, wanting a wanting an interview. We went on CNN for that first interview, and we had been only fired. Like we was we were fresh off being fired. We didn't really even know what we were going to say, but we had no bitterness, no resentment in our heart, no anger. Because we trusted God. Now, the only God could do that for, for guys like us, sure. especially a guy like sure. him. But we really, truly said, Lord, may your will be done. Our dreams pale in comparison to
1: your ultimate dream for
2: our life. So we just give it all to you.
1: You know what I see when I watch both of you? And we had dinner together and we, we've laughed. We've been like family. You agree from the minute <laughs> sure. we got here. We, we actually found ourselves praying that the whole family of God could have the, the feeling of family that we had first time we've ever been together where we've been able to mm-hmm. sit and talk. And and this is what God wants for His children. And when we want it for you. But you know what I see as I watch both of you? I mean, Bo, you're really sharp. I mean, you really are. And you do look alike, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is that the respect you have, even while you're picking at one another, When one brother's speaking, I watch the countenance of the other. You're proud of your brother. You pick on him, but you're proud of him. And even though you just beat him up all the time, he's proud (laughs) of you. He loves you. And the way you guys honor each other, it's an honor of the Lord and it's the Lord in you. And it's really great to watch. I want to ask you to get this book for your friends. This is a great American story. Thomas Nelson published the book, great publisher. This is a fabulous book. I'd love to see it become a bestseller immediately. So what I suggest you do is you go online, go Amazon, go any of you know, Barnes Noble, wherever you want to go, go and get, get, get several copies, get some young people that just really need to hear two guys tell it like it is. I mean, and, and, and tell everybody on Facebook and on, on your, your, your Twitter that, about it and so say, get this. And then for all of you who are watching, if you would simply help us pay the cost of love to set someone free from being a sexual slave in the sex traffic industry, which is second only to drugs as the horrible criminal producing of massive wealth, tragic. You do that. We'll send this just to say thank you. Would you say thanks to these brothers again for their testimony? And I do pray with all my heart, you'll get several copies of the book. I want you you boys to look. Now, Now, whatever you do, do not turn away. Because if you turn away, you're gonna miss an opportunity of being a part of a resurrection of an impossible situation to life. Mm. To see what happened to someone's little four-year-old because they were held captive. And I'm telling you, and I'm not exaggerating, you can absolutely change this for thousands of people if we'll just move together. Watch.
3: Rainey's blessings are few. Life, here under an overpass, offers little, little in provision, little in protection. Yes, Rainy's blessings can be counted on one hand. But now, those blessings she holds dear have become targets of predators. So dangerous and volatile her environment, we felt we could only capture her story from the safety of a moving vehicle.
4: माने ए तो खुला घर नहीं घरै चाबी नहीं ताला नहीं तो खुला जगह तागे तुले जाके ड्रिंक करे young
3: children are a prize to the predators of the sex slave trade and these areas run rampant with the most
4: vulnerable and at risk.
3: Sometimes those taken disappear forever, held captive and sold again and again. Mothers are crippled with questions unanswered. Other times, those questions are answered. While Rainey's loss will forever haunt her, she's fighting to protect her treasured ones who remain. But it's something she cannot do alone. With your help, Rainey and her children can be provided the safety and security they so desperately need.
1: I uh, I just really find it hard to even fathom or imagine that a little four-year-old, they're trying to take the older girls and use them as little, little sex slaves, but they couldn't get them, so they took the little four-year-old they could catch, and then they just selfishly raped her and, and killed her and threw her in a sewer. And I want you to see the picture earlier where you could see the family of the the children that are there. And she's living in a situation where all of them are vulnerable. They're at the age to be trafficked. And we can stop that. As a matter of fact, I can promise you we've already reached out and secured her situation. That would be the kind of thing that when Betty and I see that whatever we had to do, we we would cover that family. We would just do it. We would just find a way to do it but there are thousands. Missionaries say they have located 5,000 situations where if the support's there, they can get them out. They can set them free. I mean, the keys of freedom are in our hands, and the the relief and mission workers say, we can do this. And it's amazing to me, Betty, but the average to, to get one of them reached and rescued and begin to restore them, is $128 a year. you got to understand the value system of, of costs of overseas is so low in these third world countries and situations. So the dollar goes a long way there. But how can it go any further than, than saving a life from that and taking all those children and getting them safe? Because that's what we can do. That's when we've asked you to build a safe house, you do it. You're amazing. I mean, you, I am. yes, I'm complimenting you. I'm thanking you. I'm thanking you for expressing the love and grace of God freely, however meager your means may be or however large. And don't, don't belittle people who've succeeded and think they don't care because there are many of them who will give five or $10,000 or even sometimes more to help us accomplish a goal that otherwise we couldn't accomplish. But most of the support comes from someone who says, I'll give the 128. We, we'll have many who'll say, I can, I, can, I can reach 10 of them, and I'll give $1,280 to help rescue 10. We'll do that. But don't say, if I don't have that or the 128, I can't do something, because 64 doubled, we got another one. 32, and uh, three others join you, and that's another. So see, Betty, if the widow's mite was the biggest gift Jesus said that was given... There's not a single gift that'll be given that's small because we're going to rescue every one of those precious little children and be an answer to that mother's heart cry. So I'm asking you right now, just get up, get moving, please. Take the keys and set them free with love. Go online, lifetoday.org. Make your gift. Use your bank card like a check. That's how you use a bank card, like a plastic check. Or dial the number. There on the screen, it's always a prayer line if you need prayer, it's there for you. But today it's there to rescue someone, set them free. So dial the number, take your bank card and say, here's what I'm giving, put it on the card. Please do it right now. Be an answer to that mother's plea in her heart cry. Would you wanna protect my children? We can do it and we'll do it together. Thank you for making the call and the gift.
0: Innocent children, created to be happy, loved and cared for are being abducted and sold at the hands of violent predators. Their spirit and bodies broken under horrific emotional and physical abuse. Through Mission Rescue Life, you can reach out to save children vulnerable to sex traffickers. You can help rescue those already enslaved. And you can restore their lives with hope for a future. Your gift today of only $128 will help rescue a child and change their destiny forever. With gifts of $64 or $32, we will combine your support with others to help rescue one more child from the shame and pain of sexual slavery. With your gift of any amount, we'll send you the Songs of Freedom CD, a collection of 10 uplifting worship songs that are sure to become a favorite for your quiet time, drive time, or personal worship. In addition to the CD, you'll receive Indivisible, a powerful soul-stirring book by James Robison and Jay Richards. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,280 to help rescue 10 children, and you may request this beautifully framed canvas print of The Forest Chapel by the painter of light, Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your gift online today.
1: Songs of Freedom. For setting captives free and to bless you. And, and it, I, I think what you're going to find is as you read the book, and if you're like me, i mark books up. But even if you want to give it to another person all marked up, it'll be all right. They'll just see some things that pop out. Here's their family and it's beautiful. Just really and truly. It's just, a, it's a, this is a phenomenal story. Thomas Nelson's done a fabulous job with the book. And uh, we're going to send it to you to say thanks, for you. If you make any gift to help us, uh, we'll be sending Indivisible, uh, Freedom, and we'll send this to say thanks. And Betty and I want to say thanks to the Benham Brothers. Would you say thanks to the Benham Brothers? I love you guys. Thank you. There, Thank you. there is their website. You see it on the screen? That's their website, the Benham Brothers. All right? And then you remember visitstream.org every day. That's your news and your good news. I've asked them to be contributors to it. Thank you so much. Thank all of you.
0: sure to visit stream.org, a rich and lively source for breaking news, analysis, and entertainment. Stream.org. Catherine and Jay Wolf were just beginning to live out their dreams when tragedy changed their lives forever. Next week, find out how hope heals.